0: Welcome, you are listening to the Power Hour here at CJLO, 60, 90 a.m. in Montreal. My name is William Power. I'm with Dominic Demester. Folks, you don't need to pinch yourselves. We are just under nine hours away from the start of the NFL season. That is correct. You're not dreaming. There's no more preseason, no more trading camp, no more having to watch old games and pretending it's live. We got NFL football on tonight. Kansas City Chiefs, Detroit Lions kicking off week one of the 2023 NFL season. I can't believe it. I'm not going to lie. It's been a long off season. I've been waiting for my football to come back. It's finally back. Dominic, football tonight, Chiefs, Lions. Let's get it.
1: Let's go, William. Oh my God. The time is here. Week one in the NFL season. I'm super pumped. Let's get this started.
0: Oh, my! Let's go. Let's go. Here we go. You know what? Let's start with the game tonight. So on the show uh, for uh, for our show today, uh, Dominic and I have planned. We got uh, predictions for MVP, Super Bowl picks. Obviously, you can do a week one picks and division one winners, all that good stuff. We can jump into the game tonight. Uh, give our quick thoughts on that. Before, Dom, want to thank you. Last week, I was unavailable. So thank you for doing the show on your own. I know that's not easy and everything you did. So thank you very much for that. All right, let's jump into the game tonight. Detroit Lions, Kansas City Chiefs. Dominic, before giving your picks, we'll give our picks a little bit later on. What are your expectations, your thoughts for both teams? Kansas City, obviously, defending Super Bowl champions here. They want to start off with a bang. They're playing at home, and uh, they're playing an up-and-coming Detroit Lions team. We've been saying up-and-coming for for a while with this Lions team, and uh, now it's going to be kind of that prove-it year for the Lions. So I'd say pressure on Kansas City, you know, to kind of uh, to show that they're capable of uh, of you know defending that Super Bowl title with losing a few of their wide receivers, but getting some uh, through the draft at uh, Detroit. A lot to play for here. They think they could win the Super Bowl and uh, you know make noise, and uh, once they get to the playoffs, because they're good enough to win the division so what are your thoughts for each team your thoughts for the game tonight and uh, what are you kind of looking uh looking at what you think of both these teams and and the kickoff uh, opening kickoff tonight
1: well i don't think kansas city is going to be facing any pressure in this game i think they're going to come back home and kind of like celebrate their super bowl victory so for kc it's going to be you know new season let's get it started and let's start on a positive note However, for for Detroit, it's a pretty big game. And I say this because they're facing, obviously, the Super Bowl champions. If they can win this football game, I think it would provide them a lot of confidence pretty much all the way through the season. I think this game is that big for Detroit. I I believe they're going to keep it close. We'll talk about the outcome a little later in terms of predictions. But I think Detroit really needs this football game and expect a big game from Amon Ray St. Brown right off the bat
0: yeah i think this is a great opportunity for the lions here dom just because we talked about this team as you know having um having you know the core now and the roster to make some noise because for a while they've been snake bitten, and the detroit lions have always been the team that you know people get to go up and beat up on and you know when you need a win you go play detroit you're basically banking that w already before the game starts but this team is a lot better than that team of old and i think that the opportunity here for them is huge number one, because they're playing the first game of the season and because they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, they want to show that they're competitive. They want to show that they could make some noise and be that Super Bowl threat. And I think that for a while we've been saying, let's be patient with Detroit. Let's be patient with Detroit. Uh, you know, if the year's coming, maybe it'll be this year. But I think that this game is huge for them, and it's going to have to be this year. I don't think that... They have any excuse not to make the playoffs this year. I'm getting, you know, a little bit, I'm starting to lose patience when it comes to Detroit in the sense that we're waiting for them to finally break through. And last year, it was a great story. They had a decent year and they won their last game to kick off the, the Packers. And eliminate them from playoff contention which was great but now they're the team that needs to make the playoffs they're the team that needs to kind of uh you know make make a run at the division uh because like i said they're good enough um their fans have been suffering for a very long time and i think that the dan campbell story is great and everything and and look i'd love to have him as a coach but i think now we need to start seeing results um and it's not easy right the the nfc is is very good you got up and coming teams as well and you got teams that may be better than people expect but for detroit this season i think anything should Short of even winning a playoff game is going to be a, a failure for them because I don't want it to be another year of oh they finished nine and eight ten and seven let's applaud them uh it was it was a great effort by the short lines now they need to get it done right now they need to get it done I think we've the majority of the fans have been patient the lines fans have been very patient God knows that and I want to see this team take that step forward they have the ability to but now it's time to actually do it and then put your money where your mouth is. One
1: hundred percent I agree one hundred percent with your take I think that it's. Time to get over the hump for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. David Campbell, we've heard this story over and over. Now it's time for him to take the next step as well. The one thing they did good is they drafted already three rookies that are starter on their football team. We talk about Sam Laporta playing tight end, Jamar Gibbs at running back, and yeah. Jack Campbell at middle linebacker. It seems like they hit a home run when you got three rookies right off the bat, right out of the gate to inject into your team. I expect big things for the Lions this year. So let's see if they can prove us right and go out and beat Kansas City.
0: Yeah, that'd definitely be a, a huge one. We look at the 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 slots for uh for week one down. Obviously, we'll get uh into um into the schedules and our predictions later on. We got a lot of cool divisional matchups uh that uh you know that kind of take the key. You got the Bengals and the Browns, and God knows the the, the Bengals usually struggle against the Browns for some reason. You got some you got Jacksonville against the Colts. Uh, which should be a good one. You got uh, the Raiders and the Broncos, uh, and obviously you got the, the famous Sunday Night Football game, Giants Cowboys. Always uh, a good one there, and then Monday Night Football to top it off. It will be the uh, the Bills and the Jets. Only one Monday Night Football this uh, this year. I kind of like that one. But of all the kind of the games, and it doesn't have to be one of them that I mentioned, uh, but all the Week One games. Which one do you think has the potential to be the the best one, and uh, you know the most exciting for for us fans sitting back all day Sunday and Monday and watching football?
1: I'm going to sound a little biased here, William, but it's the San Francisco 49ers against the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Okay, I like it.
1: I think this game defensively will have people, wow. Like, I honestly think a lot of sacks, a lot of turnovers. It's going to be a crazy defensive battle up in Pittsburgh. I got my eye on that game.
0: Hey, that should be a good one too he like got uh, great defensive players like you said uh to uh you know an up-and-coming quarterback i guess i could say in brock purdy but uh you know kenny pickett um he's really impressed in preseason and they curious to see as a steelers fan you must be excited for for what's to come from i know we talked a little bit on the show a few weeks ago but i think that pittsburgh has a little bit of this new fresh air and kind of a new swag that we haven't seen this team have in the last uh, few seasons with kenny pickett uh, under center
1: yeah the steelers this year, it's a make or break year. I think if they don't make the playoffs, people are going to get fired in Pittsburgh. There's no more excuses. However, from what I've seen so far, it's all positives in Pittsburgh. The glaring aspect that came out was speed speed, mm-hmm. speed, and more speed. You're going to have a guy named Calvin Austin III that's going to open up a lot of people's eyes this year. This guy has blazing speed, and I truly believe Najee Harris will show a lot of people that he is also a running back to reckon with. There's a lot of people out there talking about Jalen Warren. Well, now Najee Harris has his offensive line to really bulldozer teams across the NFL. So I expect Pittsburgh to be just fine, and at the very end of the day, facing Baltimore in Week 18, and the winner will make the playoffs. Oof,
0: that would be exciting. I uh, know those uh, those matchups are always, always good ones. Any any two teams playing in that division are always a hard-fought battle, but that should be exciting come week 18. For me, I'm going to go with the divisional matchup. I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears. I think we've got a lot that we don't know about both teams. Green Bay, obviously number one, They're finally um, starting off their, I guess you can say season without Aaron Rodgers uh, with Jordan Love under the helm. And we haven't seen Jordan Love play all that much And you know, in the games he has played, he's looked okay, you know, not as good as, as we thought he was going to be a little, I guess to, to us, a little bit underwhelming. So now he's quarterback number one. And I think that finally getting uh, A-Rod, who's obviously an incredible quarterback, but Off the team, you know, they're able to to focus now. They know what they they need to do, and they know that Love is going to be the guy leading this team. So I think that that's going to be interesting to see is what does he have? What is he going to be able to do? He's got some fairly good young talent at the wide receiver position, a good running back. In um, in Jones, and I think that you know for uh, for, for this team, it's going to be a lot of where does um, where does where is Love going to be able to take them, right? Because he is um, he's a guy that's shown coming out of the D two school that he can make plays. That you know he's a magician with the football. Sometimes but we haven't seen it yet, so this is going to be a very good game, uh, I think, and and a big one too. We, we talk about the fact they're playing the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields. I think there's a lot of pressure on him. You know, we'll talk later on on the show about pressure on players, um, and I think that people are. Banking on him to be an MVP candidate and this team to go uh, further than we've ever expected them. They only won three games last year, and people, I think people forget that. But a big, big opening statement game for both teams here, where they have an opportunity uh, to to go one and zero, obviously, but also uh, to uh, to you know create a tad bit of separation early on in the season when you talk about that division. Um, look, Chicago adding DJ Moore and the passing up on that uh, that first overall pick now because they showed they believe in Justin Fields. So. It's going to be, uh, you know, should be an exciting game. It's going to be one of the lower scoring games. But uh, I think early on, it's going to be big for both teams to, to make a statement and to, you know, kind of make sure that their season start heading in the right direction.
1: You're absolutely right. And the more that I evaluated the NFC North, the more I came to the conclusion that this division is actually pretty darn strong. Green Bay is really who kind of, like, shocked me this year in the preseason and player development. I think Jordan Love as much as I bashed him in the past, actually has progressed quite well. And I think I have to give, you know, tip my hat to Matt LaFleur and his ability to develop this program. It actually is pretty impressive. At the wide receiver position, you're going to have a a healthy Romeo Dobbs who already has a pretty good chemistry with Jordan Love. Christian Watson, we saw him actually develop last year. And then they bring in a nice sneaky rookie wide receiver in Jaden Reed. Green Bay will be able to move the ball in the running game. If Jordan Love can find any of those receivers consistently, You know, Green Bay could be knocking at the door for the division win, which is something I would have never thought. I was really high, and I still am really big on the Bears, but mm-hmm. seeing as there's going to be a lot more competition in the division, there's no room for error for the Chicago Bears, meaning Justin Fields has to develop exactly as he did last year and really showcase to a lot of people out there that he is indeed a number one quarterback in the NFL. The good thing for him is that he got a really nice toy with DJ Moore, who is really turning heads, at least in the preseason. If they can get some consistency with Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney, I think the Bears will be there all the way in the end. But hey, it's a tough division, the NFC North is. And I have came to that conclusion because Green Bay really has started to convince me that there are Definitely a good franchise.
0: Yeah, and I think that, you know, a lot of people seem to, to are giving this Green Bay Packers more of a chance than you expect them to, especially since, you know, they they lost Rodgers and they've had a few question marks. But yeah, I think you really look defensively, this team is solid and they've, they've been solid for the last few years. And, uh, you know, they've been able to make plays when their offense has struggled and when, you know, the receivers and quarterbacks seem to be... Um, you know off schedule and not on the same page so i think that yeah, when you have a solid defense and a solid running game like you alluded to uh that's you know that's super important for this team and you know jones has been talked about potentially leaving in free agency for for a few seasons now uh, but uh you know that that'll not be the case and he is uh he's obviously going to be, be staying put and and yeah could help out a young quarterback like jordan love uh let's talk about here Dino. know that uh, we were t- talking about battles right battles quarterback position battles running back battles uh in training camp and in preseason. i don't think you and i talked about it but the tampa buccaneers are ending up going with baker mayfield and as soon as that announcement was made i thought about you right away uh, so i'm curious to kind of get your thoughts on that and baker mayfield a big big opening game this week at minnesota uh playing a high-powered offense in justin jefferson what are your thoughts on potentially that game and uh, baker mayfield being named the starter uh week one for the tampa buccaneers
1: listen i have to give credit to todd bulls first and foremost if he thinks that baker mayfield has to be the guy then it's on todd bulls so if he doesn't do what he's supposed to do todd bulls will get fired at the end of the season however that last preseason game he was on fire he went six for six and he got christian chris godwin four for four I honestly believe that that connection, if it stays the way it is, yes, Mm -hmm. they could contend for the division, but something tells me that midway through this season, it's not going to be consistent. And that's, this is going to be the killer mistake Poor Kyle Trask, who in my mind had an opportunity to grow with the franchise. He was the next man up. He's being left behind for Baker Mayfield. Let's see at the end of the day, if that pans out, but that will be Todd Bowles, who in my opinion, Came to the conclusion that he's going with Baker and it could cost him his job at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Kyle Choss ending up taking over, let's say, midway through the season. So I think that, you know, uh, Baker being named uh, starting quarterback is definitely a bummer for him, but I don't think all is lost. And I could see uh, Baker Mayfield having a short leash. And look, let's not forget, like, this team still has uh, the toys it needs, right? You've got Mike Evans, you've got Chris Godwin there, uh, two great receivers there. And, you know, people are talking about Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, you know, with uh, obviously Tom Brady not on the team anymore and retiring, that, you know, this team is kind of going to be, you know, forgotten and then you know, pushed aside and kind of kept uh, you know, on the on the back burner. But like this division is not all that great. So we, we talked about that several times on the show and we'll be making our, our prediction for division winners later on. But I would not be surprised to see this team, you know, based on their defense. Um and the weapons that they still have on offense. And the few sparks we've seen out of Baker Mayfield, I would not be surprised to see uh, this team end up winning the division. I think that what's cool about the NFL this year is a lot more of these divisions are up for grabs in the seasons past. Not, not the same years when New England would win the AFC East every year, and it was the Green Bay Packers would win their division every year. So I think that this season especially, we got a lot to look forward to and potentially a lot of surprises. So folks, yes, we're just over eight hours away from kickoff here to open the 2023 NFL Season. We got the Lions and the Chiefs tonight. I can't wait for that one. Oh man, I can't believe we got actual football on tonight. I'm going to sit back, relax, and enjoy those three hours of what should be a great game tonight. Let's talk this season as a whole, Dom. Obviously, you know, uh, heading into each season, we got new coaches and new players in different, uh, you know, different places. And we got a lot of guys feeling the pressure, right, based on either a contract extension, uh, somebody being traded to give them the number one spot on the team. Uh, So what players or coaches uh, do you think heading into this season are under the most pressure?
1: Let's start off with a coach who coaches the Buffalo Bills, Sean McDermott. If I'm a Bills fan, you know, I've seen many heartbreaks throughout probably the past three decades. And, you know, now you got yourself a head coach in Sean McDermott, who potentially is a franchise coach. He's been there a long time. But I'm going to say that this guy is going to face the most pressure out of any head coach in the NFL for the simple reason is that fans have expectations. You know, this team was knocking at the door to the Super Bowl versus KC a couple years back. And unfortunately they didn't make it. Now this year, for some odd reason, you would think that it would make sense to conserve your quarterback's health. And clearly that's what they're going to try to do in Buffalo this year, which is run the football. Now, whether that spells success or not, you know, remains to be seen. Yeah. However, if this is the direction you would have. Are going in. Why did you just bring Damian Harris and Latavius Murray and did not draft a stellar running back? This to me is a losing game plan, and Buffalo will regress if they continue down this road. They do not have a number one running back. So, what's going to happen? Either Josh Allen is going to do what the coaches want him to do, which is run the football, or Josh Allen will use his skill set. And you will see him run around wherever he wants and obviously deliver like he's done in the past. That's the million dollar question. I don't know which direction or what the result will be, but one thing's for sure. If the result is not for Buffalo Bills fans, W's, I honestly think Sean McDermott will get fired at the end of the year. So keep an eye on that. This guy is the coach. That has the the biggest pressure. And Josh Allen will need to deliver some way through either the running running game or maybe a complement of both. But right now, this poor guy is also going to face the pressure because I believe that he does know the expectations in Buffalo are high. And this guy, for some odd reason, when he gets really anxious in the pocket, he underperforms. So all that being said, Buffalo regresses this year, and probably Sean McDermott gets fired at the end of the year.
0: I, I really like that takedown. I think regardless of what happens to the Bills this season, he is really under the most pressure for all the reasons you talked about. Uh, this team has been a Super Bowl uh, contender for, for many, many years now. They haven't even uh, you know, made the Super Bowl with McDermott as coach, and obviously they do have the team to to do so and to, to win it as well. What's funny about the Buffalo Bills team this season. I was talking to a Bills fan the other day is that Surprisingly, like no one is really high on this team. And I think that, you know, uh, what you're saying is is kind of evidence of that. And even me, like, I'm not sure this team we will talk about, you know, where we see each team winning and division winners and stuff like that. I'm not sure, like, this team is definitely a Super Bowl contender, uh, but I'm not sure if I'm really buying the Bills anymore. And, you know, I, I didn't think that last year. I didn't think that the year before. Um, And I, I think it's just because, look, they didn't necessarily lose uh, any key players or, you know, get anybody or coaching staff or anything like that. It's just kind of a feeling, and it's the fact that, look, this team has been there before and they consistently show that they weren't able to get over the hump. So why would this year be any different, right? The AFC is getting better. Um, teams are getting better. And I think maybe teams are starting to figure out this Buffalo bills team a lot. So while this team didn't lose anybody, you see other teams in the AFC getting better and Buffalo staying the same. And I just think it's about for me, why I'm not too behind the bills this year is I just think their times passed. Um, I think the time has run out. I I said Josh Allen to have a good year, potentially even an MVP-type season, uh, but I just I, I just don't know. I just don't trust this team as much as I did in seasons past, so I totally get where you're coming from, and I think that's a first, really, since uh, in the last little while where uh, most people are kind of giving the, the Buffalo Bills, uh, you know, uh, the season off, for, for lack of a better term, because uh, I don't really see too many people picking them to to win the Super Bowl as I did uh, in, the, in the past few seasons, but for me, coach, under the most pressure. I'm sticking in the same div- Dominic, AFC East. I'm going Robert Sala. Uh, and for the Jets, now look, they bring in Aaron Rodgers. They have a great defense, one of the best defenses in the NFL. Um, it's time for this team to make the playoffs. It's time for this team to make noise and look. I get it. May take a while. it May take a few games for uh, Aaron Rodgers to get in page with the same with his receivers. And it's a whole different group and it's a different system than what he ran in Green Bay. And like I just mentioned, the AFC is getting better, but this is a very good team. This is a, a team that has the potential to to win the Super Bowl. And, you know, I think that he's really under a lot of pressure. And, you know, honestly, if we're talking about potential of being coaches, uh, first coaches fired in the season, I think I, I may put my money on him to be the, the first coach gone just because I can see it being a mediocre start to the season. Uh, and, you know, a very... Uh, I guess you can see underwhelming in, term of, in terms of expectations, and I can see the Jets not wanting to be patient with him. So uh, I know it's a little bit bolder, and he's done great things with the Jets. Um, and uh, and you know this team, you know, is a is a very well-rounded team on both sides of the ball, and I think that tells is, is a is a good coach. But I think that, you know, this year for the Jets, it's going to be about going out there and, and getting W. similar to what I said about the Lions. It's time to, like, go out there, win on paper now. Um, and they're going to be in a tough division, right? So, you know, there's no gimmies, you know, when you're playing uh, the Dolphins, the Bells, and even the Peaches, maybe better than a few people expected this year. So, you know, if they start off the season, uh, you know, three and six or, you know, something along those lines, uh, he may be a, he may be out the door. So I think there's a lot of pressure on him, a lot of pressure on Rodgers as well. I think that, that comes together if you're talking about players, uh, uh, look, Rogers wanted to go to the Jets. He went to the Jets and, uh, you know, he got what he wanted. And, you know, we talked about Garrett Wilson. You're a big fan of his. So am I that he has a, a good core to work with here. So I think, yeah, sticking to the, the AFC East as well, Dom, a few coaches to keep an eye on. But, yeah, for me, it's Robert Sal that's under probably the most pressure as a, as a head coach coming into the season.
1: Very bold take, William. I think yeah. that if that happens, wow, I'll be pretty, pretty shocked. I get where you're coming from. With Robert Saleh, meaning that he's got Aaron Rodgers, it's Super Bowl or bust for the Jets. They brought in Dalvin Cook. I get it, but just quickly, what is your opinion on Aaron Rodgers? What do you see him doing this year?
0: Yeah, look for me. I'm not. I'm not ready to buy into the Jets hype. If I do um, predict their record, I'd say something along the lines of I'd say nine and eight. Uh, you know, I, I'm going nine and eight and look, that's, well, it's not, that's still a winning record. Uh, I don't think it's what, you know, people had expected when, you know, Rogers, and like you mentioned, Dalvin cook coming in, I expect a good season from him. Uh, I expect it to be uh, a little bit more uh, difficult than, um, than he expects and other people expects. Look, and what I've talked about is we've often seen him not on the same page as wide receivers in green Bay. They're young guys. They may not, you know, they're raw. They may not understand the system. He, He's got young guys here playing as well with the New York Jets. And you know, he's a different quarterback, and they've been used to catching balls from different guys and guys that are nowhere good as Aaron Rodgers, but still they've been used to catching balls from a different quarterback. And just because Aaron Rodgers is 10 times better than the Jets old quarterbacks, it doesn't mean these receivers will be necessarily ready for that or will necessarily benefit from that. So I'm expecting you know things to be a little bit more difficult for Rodgers and the Jets than, than people realize.
1: Interesting. I'll say yeah. that the Jets will face pressure i agree with that but i just don't see aaron Rodgers being the make or break guy out of this football team this football team is loaded from top to bottom if they were you know there are there are young guys i'll give you that there are yeah. young guys out there for sure but for them to all crumble all the talent to crumble with a guy like aaron Rodgers leading the helm you know, I'm going to have to say no. I don't see that happening. I see Aaron Rodgers as being a, kind of like in the same league as Brett Favre was. You know, Brett Favre, he finished almost like at, in the Super Bowl if it wasn't for Bounty Gate. He was playing for mm-hmm. Minnesota, and they took out his legs, you know? So yeah, that would basically be the only way that the Jets falter is if Aaron Rodgers goes down. I don't believe that's going to happen. I think that offensive line is strong. But, yeah, I'm going to say that Robert Sillay. Does face pressure, but not as much as definitely a bunch of other coaches in the NFL. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, he may get you know the grace period of having a new quarterback and and you know all that being said and you know the, the the management being patient with him, so that uh, you know that that could be the case. I think that you know the AFC East, it's, uh you can make the case that's the best division of football. Is you think about it, Tom? How crazy? Just a few seasons ago, it was New England and and you know everybody else in that division. New England was guaranteed it wasn't is New England going to win the division? It was how many games are they going to win the division by? Right. And now you see like a lot of these predictions how the Patriots fitting, finishing last in the division. It's crazy how times have changed. I'm not going to lie. I like it. But it uh, just goes to show you how things are unpredictable. And, uh, you know, change is evident in the NFL, right? Dom.
1: Um, 100%. Look no further than Bill Belichick. Yeah. This is a coach who's admired by everyone for having won X amount of Super Bowls. Hey, listen. The guy clearly was involved in the game plans. Let's not knock Bill Belichick. But I do remember this guy coaching the Cleveland Browns way back when, and he was just an average QB. He still hasn't found his next franchise QB. As you saw, they picked up Matt Correll from Carolina. You know, something's very off. Billy Zappi, we talked about. Him last year saying wow, this guy's actually developing developing quite well. But no, he's already been delegated to the practice squad. There's disarray at the QB position in New England, and I think that comes with Bill Belichick not being satisfied. And obviously, clearly, how can you replace Tom Brady? You just can't. Mac Jones will never be Tom Brady. So good luck, Patriots fans. Yes, we are seeing a change of the wind in the AFC. East and look no further for the Patriots to be dead last in that division.
0: Pretty crazy when you think about it, you know. With that being said, let's transition right now, folks. We got picks, we got division winners. where Let's jump into who we think is going to win the division. We could potentially talk about wildcard teams and stuff like that if we have time. We want to get into our Super Bowl picks and uh, all that other stuff and MVPs. Let's jump into it right now, Dominic. Let's not push it any further. AFC East. I'll let you go first, and we can rotate a bit of a – I guess we could do a bit of a snake thing here where you go first, and I'll go first, and vice versa. Who do you got winning the AFC East this year, Dominic?
1: Well, we got to go with the New York Jets. (laughs) I've been talking about them throughout the entire offseason. This is the team that I see going very far also in the playoffs, and they will win the division.
0: I like it. Look, for me, it's a, it's a toss-up. Uh, I'm going to go with the team that I just mentioned, and the team that I see is going to potentially struggle this year. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. I, I still do believe on paper, this team is the best team. I think they'll win the division. Uh, it's just going to be about what happens in the playoffs for these guys. I'm not sure it's going to be as successful as, you know, we hoped, uh, but I think that, you know, they are going to win the division here. They're going to show why they're still the best team in this division uh, and why, why they believe so and they'll, they'll win the division. And who knows what happens after that, but I got the Bills winning the division. Let's go now to the AFC uh, North here. Uh, a lot of question marks uh, for uh, for a few teams here. The the health of several players, the health of uh, Joe Burrow and and everything. And you know Lamar Jackson with that new contract extension. Everything. AFC North. I'm gonna go. With those Cincinnati Bengals, it looks like Joe Burrow will be ready week one. Uh, it is up in the air, but my guess is he's going to want to be ready. He's going to want to play those Cleveland Browns, and he's had a tough time against Cleveland, so I could see him uh, you know, really wanting to, to play in that game and to, to get ready. So for me, AFC North, I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals from the division.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with you 100%. The Cincinnati Bengals are clearly an amazing offense. But I am a little bit worried about Joe Burrow's health. So keep an eye on that throughout the entire season because this guy could be an injury-prone quarterback. We've talked about him being injured a few times in years past. So keep an eye on that.
0: All right, good stuff. Next up, Dom, the AFC South. I'll throw it over to you.
1: The AFC South will be won by the Tennessee Titans. (laughs) Yes, the Tennessee Titans with Mike Vrabel. Consistency, folks. This is what this guy brings, and I can't wait to see Jandre Hopkins with Derrick Henry. I truly think this will be a match made in heaven. And yes, Ryan Tannehill will progress as a game manager. Tennessee wins the division.
0: I like that. I had a feeling you were, you were gonna pick Tennessee. Tennessee, one of your top guys, and Derrick Henry, obviously uh, an incredible, incredible athlete and uh, a guy that you love and rightfully so. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville here, Dom. They add Calvin Ridley. I really like what Trevor Lawrence is doing. We're finally starting to see why he got drafted number one overall. I think he's got command of this offense. Uh, Like I said, the addition of Ridley and with the offensive weapons that they already have on this team. Travis Etienne, uh, you know, hopefully he's going to be able to stay healthy this season. I think he could be scary. He could be dangerous. um, And for, for those reasons and many more, I got the Jacksonville Jaguars winning the AFC South. Let's go to the AFC West now. This is maybe the quote-unquote no-brainer one. I think the Chargers could potentially give the Chiefs a little bit of a run for their money, but I'm going to go Kansas City here. Kansas City uh, is a Super Bowl contender. They always will be with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback and with, obviously, Travis Kelsey there at tight end. I'm going to say Kansas City wins this division. It may be tight uh, heading into the later games and heading into week 14-15, but I think by week 16, the Chiefs have this division wrapped up and they win the division.
1: You can't go wrong with Kansas City, but I'm calling an upset here. (laughs) I am taking the Los Angeles Chargers to win this division by a smidge. I believe Kansas City might have an injury or two that will derail a little bit their season because I think LA, the Chargers, will be on fire this year. Keep an eye on Justin Herbert. He will have a career year. Give me the Chargers to win the division.
0: Wow, I like it. Well, I have uh, Justin Herbert in one of my fantasy leagues, and I drafted Keenan Allen, so hopefully that does come to fruition because I need to win a championship this year. I've been on a bit of a slump. All right, NFC East, I'll throw it over to you, Dominic.
1: NFC East, big division. Tough one. I honestly think this one might be the toughest out of the entire NFL, so I am going with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, sad. I was pumped with the Cowboys, but that <laughs> that injury definitely of Overshown derailed my hopes for the Cowboys this season. The Giants will be knocking at the door, so will the Commanders, but for whatever reason, you got to go with the Eagles and Jalen Hurts with their partners in crime of A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. That threesome is truly dynamite, and until it falters – I can't go against the Eagles. Give me the Eagles to win the NFC East.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Eagles as well in this one. I, I think for me, who do you have a, a second place in the division? Because I think the Commanders will come in last. I got the Eagles winning the division. I just think from top to bottom, they are the best team in the division. I think you were talking about potential wildcard spots and who comes in second in this division. Who would you say, Dom, would be uh, finishes second in, in this division?
1: The more and more I watch them, the more and more the Giants are convinced yeah. that this. Brian Dable offense will be fun to watch. Give me the Giants second in the NFC East.
0: I think I'm gonna agree with you on that one. I'm gonna go with the Giants and potentially see three teams from the division make the playoffs. That would be uh, that would be something special. All right, NFC North here. We got the Packers, Lions, Bears, Vikings. For me, this was my toughest division to predict. We got a bunch of teams, teams heading in different directions, teams uh that have, you know, new players, new quarterbacks, everything. I'm gonna go who I believe is the best player in this division, and that's Justin Jefferson. Give me the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins will feed Jefferson all day long, and I think he's going to show why. He's arguably the best player in the NFL right now. I think it's going to be close. I can see the Lions making a run for their money. Not gonna, I, I, Chicago, I think they, have a, they do have a better season, and the Packers may have a better season than people will predict but i think it's going to be between the vikings and lions and i think that the vikings are the more consistent team the more trustworthy and when you got jefferson and tj hawkinson who i love as well it's tough for me to pick against minnesota so i'm going to go with the vikings
1: now this is a really tough division i honestly had a lot of problems picking the divisional winner it's flip-flopped throughout the entire off season and at the end of the day believe it or not i have to go with the detroit lions wow the guy that really showcased to me that he was the real deal was jack campbell in his ability to stop the run so if he's stopping the run if gardner johnson plays like he did last year, you know, he's going to be playing Nick Nickelback on this football team, but this guy is a truly talented guy in the secondary that will solidify the secondary and that offense. Once it gets rolling, it will roll over people. Give me the lions to win the NFC North.
0: I like it. Look, I am rooting for the Lions, and I uh, would definitely, definitely be no one happier than me if they're able to pull that one off. Let's go to the NFC South. A uh, bunch of teams, you know, uh, struggling really to uh, to to find quarterbacks and uh, to build an identity. But uh, yeah, obviously, someone's going to win the division. So who's that going to be, Dom?
1: You know, another division that flip-flopped, specifically yeah. the Tampa Bay's decision to go with Baker Mayfield. But you know, I am going with a different strategy, one strategy that a lot of people don't employ enough, which is the running game, the long forgotten running game. And the Atlanta Falcons, boy, do they have something special in Bijan Robinson. They have now a three headed monster running back committee with Tyler Alguiar and Corderell Patterson. The Falcons' schemes with Arthur Smith are truly, really effective. At that running back position. And that's the reason why they will win the division.
0: Wow, good stuff there. I like it. Look. Derek Carr is in a good situation now in a good situation in the sense that he is the guy and they believe in him and they went out and they got him. And he's in, in a division where he has the tools and the ability to go out there and win games and look with the suspensions to Kamara and the unknowns about Michael Thomas is going to be tough. But I still do think that this New Orleans Saints team finds a way to win enough games and that they'll win the division in the NFC South. So give me the Saints and Derek Carr to pull it off there. NFC West. I debated between two teams, and you know, it's funny. I talked about the Seattle Seahawks and uh, how you know, I read one article where they had the Seahawks winning the Super, uh, sorry, losing in the Super Bowl and going that far, which would be pretty impressive for me. I, I think Seattle finishes third in the division, actually. I think it goes Arizona four, Seattle three, and I'm gonna go with the Rams at two. And I just think that it, the San Francisco 49ers are too good of a team not to win this division. They just got too many ballers, they have too many toys, and I'd be shocked if the 49ers don't find a way to win this division regardless of who's quarterbacking so give me san francisco 49ers and brock purdy to win the nfc west
1: i love it i love your take with the los angeles rams finished second in that division that is bold william i love it you know i was you know same thing here between san francisco for me and seattle two competitive football teams i think both will be there at the end it all will revolve on whether or not Brock Purdy can stay healthy the entire year. Cause if he doesn't Sam Darnold's coming in, ah, I think he will survive. Give me San Francisco to win that division, but Brock Purdy, that first game against the Steelers, keep an eye on that. If the Steelers get to him because they tend to destroy young quarterbacks, yeah, that might destroy his confidence. So I'm going to say he somehow gets out of that game and Brock Purdy basically performs like he did last year, which was pretty stellar. So give me San Francisco yeah, pretty, to win the division.
0: Pretty incredible story there, San Francisco. And the Cinderella run fell just short, but I think that, you know, this year they'll be motivated and they know Brock Purdy a, a little bit more. I think it'll be cool to see what happens. Injuries, hopefully, uh, won't play this team uh, the, this upcoming season because they've dealt with a bunch of them uh, over the last two seasons. So knockout win for that. So Dom, let's jump right into it right away. Week one games with the spread. Kansas City Chiefs, Detroit Lions on later tonight. Chiefs are favored by six and a half. I'll throw it over to you.
1: Six and a half seems like a pretty high spread to open the year. I have a feeling people are going to bet on Kansas City just because it's KC, but the Lions, man, the Lions are going to keep this really close. I expect Jameer Gibbs To start his career with a bang in Detroit. So that's a guy that I'm going to be watching. Close football game. But Casey takes it 26-24. to
0: I'm going to go along the line. Kansas City wins this game. I think it's going to be close. I think that, uh, like you said... Gibbs and this offense is able to put up points early on in this game and I could see being close, you know, late in the third quarter, potentially early in the fourth, but I think Mahomes and this Chiefs team will just be too strong and I do have them covering this game. I'm going to go final score, Kansas City 33-23 over the Lions. Next up, we're Sunday games, we got the Tennessee Titans at the New Orleans Saints. Saints favored by three in this one. You know, there's a lot of question marks for the Saints, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, I'm going to go with an upset here. I'm going to go Tennessee comes in to uh, to New Orleans and Derrick Henry has a monster game. He's able to run all over this defense. I'm going to go along the lines of 2017 victory here for the Tennessee Titans. And they start off the season 1-0 and they upset the Saints in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, tough place to play in New Orleans. A lot of people probably don't like Tennessee this year, but I do. I agree with you, William. Give me Tennessee 30-20. I believe also DeAndre Hopkins will have a big game and Tennessee will start... Their season on the right foot.
0: All right, next up, we got a divisional matchup. Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. The game is in Cleveland. Cincinnati favored by two and a half down.
1: Big game, Cincinnati-Cleveland, believe it or not. Divisional games, and these two teams don't like each other. You know, this is going to be closer than people think, but at the end of the day, Cincinnati will smidge, just by a smidge over Cleveland by one, 21-20. Cincinnati takes it the late TD.
0: Oof, I like that. Well, since he has struggled with this Cleveland Browns team, and, you know, the, que- the question marks are Joe Burrow on whether he'll play in this game. I think he will. I think he really wants to come back for this one. I've got a close game as well, but I do have Cincinnati covering. I'm going go to go 27-20 to Cincinnati wins, and they start off the season 1-0. and 0. Next. we got the houston texans at the baltimore ravens baltimore favored by 10 new look new look i guess i can say with the new contract to lamar jackson and houston now with cj stroud playing i got baltimore blowing this game wide open i think they win by more than 10 they cover and i think this one will be early uh over early i'm gonna go along the lines 33 to 10 final score for the baltimore ravens and lamar jackson has two rushing tds in this one
1: Yeah, it's hard for a young football team to start off on the right foot, especially when you're 10 points underdogs. I got to go with the Baltimore Ravens here, folks. I agree with you. Lamar's going to want to prove a lot of people that he's deserving of that money. Probably Odell's going to want a TD right off the bat. Give me Baltimore to win this football game, 35 to 20.
0: All right, next up, we got the Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons favored by three and a half.
1: The Falcons, baby. I just, I love the Falcons. I think the running game is going to be good, probably on both sides. So therefore, the clock's going to tick. This game's going to be probably the first one done. Give me Atlanta by three, 20 to 17.
0: I think along those lines, same score. I'm gonna go with the upset here. Give me Bryce Young to come in there, and uh, you know, with uh, with the fans going super loud and everything, have uh, have him silence them, and uh, you know, put a dent into Bijan Robinson. Start with the Atlanta Falcons. I think it'll be a cool way to start the season. And I think Bryce Young gets the job done. I'm gonna go very similar score to what you said. I'm gonna go 21-17, but the Panthers pull off the upset here. Next up, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings favored by six. This has the I think this has upset special. We're all over it but I don't think it'll come to fruition I think it's going to be a close game I can see this game even going to overtime I'm going to go 27-24 Minnesota in this one they win in OT and are able to start the season off 1-0 but a little bit closer than they would have liked
1: you got it right it's going to be an overtime game this is going to be a barn burner folks I don't believe that Baker's going to start off right off the bat struggling he's going to Need his confidence that he developed in the preseason. But when you got Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, you're able to make this a game. They will tie the game and lose in overtime. Minnesota takes it 33-30. All right,
0: next up, we got the Arizona Cardinals at the Washington Commanders. There's one game you want to miss, folks. Maybe it's this one. But Washington favored by seven here, Dominic.
1: Washington, wow. The enemy's offense will probably start off pretty darn strong. I think this is going to be probably... Uh, putting people the better right away so give me Washington 42 to 17.
0: Wow like I'm not even sure who's quarterbacking Arizona they have way too many question marks I think it's going to be a lot of running the football keeping it simple and uh, you know Washington with uh, with how well they will not need to take any chances I'm going to go final score 23-6 to six, Washington and they beat up on the Arizona Cardinals. Next up, good one. Divisional matchup, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Indianapolis Colts. Jacksonville favored by four and a half in this one. Man, it's going to be an exciting game. We've got Anthony Richardson here. Will he pull off the upset in his debut? I think not. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to go final score 30-23. to 23. Jacksonville wins and covers. I think Trevor Lawrence has a great game and he hits uh, Calvin Ridley late in the game for a TD to seal the victory for the Jags.
1: Yeah, this is probably another overtime game. I think Anthony Richardson will start off his career on the right foot, but on the, at the end of the day, the Jacksonville defense causes a turnover in overtime. Jacksonville takes it 26 to 20.
0: All right, San Francisco at your Pittsburgh Steelers, San Fran favored by two and a half.
1: San Francisco, Pittsburgh, this will be the game of the week. I think defensive football all around, whoever survives win this wins this game. I think in Pittsburgh, this is the shocker of the week. Pittsburgh takes it 27-24.
0: Ooh, nice! I got a close game as well. I have San Fran not covering this game, but just inching out the victory. I'm gonna go 21-20. San Francisco. They have the ball late, down by two. Brock pretty gets them in field goal, uh, field goal range, and they kick a 52-yarder for the win as time expires. San Fran wins 21-20 in Pittsburgh in a very, very good and close game. Next up, we have got the Miami Dolphins at Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers favored by three for this. For, for me, this one has high scoring and uh, you know game of the week potential. potential written all over it give me my Miami Dolphins in the upset Tyreek Hill has a big game Waddle has a big game I think there's going to be a lot of fireworks in this one not just because I'm a Dolphins fan I'm looking forward to this one but I think this will be a back and forth exciting game I'm going to go 33 to 30 Dolphins win and pull off the upset in Los Angeles
1: yeah that's a tough place to play as well I think that the Chargers defense has become a lot better than ever before. And as a result, they win this football game through the defense. The Chargers take it 24-20. to
0: All right, next up, we got the Las Vegas Raiders at the Denver Broncos divisional matchup here. Denver favored by four. Ooh, this is a tough one. I'm going to say Denver wins by exactly four. 27-23, final score. Jimmy G making his uh, debut with the Las Vegas Raiders. A lot of good stuff to watch in this game. I think this is going to be a good game to keep an eye on. I got Denver winning uh, by four in this one and starting off the season 1-0. I'm going
1: to disagree with you here, Will. Wow. Defense. The Las Vegas Raiders picked up an amazing player, Marcus Peters. This guy has solidified that secondary in vegas and as a result they'll be able to get a lot more pass rush that's the reason why they will beat the denver broncos gimme vegas in an ugly game 17 14.
0: all right next up we got the los angeles rams at the seattle seahawks seattle favored by five and a half
1: wow seattle at home this game usually is a boxing match both defense usually show up it's usually one of those games but not this one this is going to be a total debacle on the Rams point. I don't think the Rams at all stay in this football game. Give me Seattle 35 to 10.
0: Yeah, the question mark for uh, Cooper Cup in this one, it, uh, chances are he won't play in this one. It looks like uh, they're teetering on that. And like we talked off-air, Dom, you know, why take a chance when you got a co- guy like Cooper Cup to play in Week 1, uh, have him rest and have him be there when they need him the most. And hopefully by Week 2-3, he will be back. I'm going to go with Seattle on this one as well. I think they win, and I do think they cover. I'm going to go with final score, 30-21 to 21, Seattle. And Geno Smith has himself a day. Rematch of the Philly special here of Super Bowl. we got the Philadelphia Eagles. At the New England Patriots, Philly favored by three and a half in this one. This is going to be a good one. I'm excited for this one. Mac Jones, what do you got, buddy? I'm going to say that the Eagles win in this one. Not only do they win, they cover. I'm going to go 28-17 final score in this one. Uh, So the Eagles win by 11, and they cover that uh, fairly easily.
1: I agree with you, William. I just don't see how New England can win this game when they have so many issues at the quarterback position. As a result, Philadelphia's defense has a feast. Give me Philly, 27 to 20.
0: All right. Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears, our last game at 425. Game is in Soldier Field. Chicago favored by one.
1: Yeah. At Soldier Field, this is going to be one heck of a football game. Back and forth. This is going to be maybe also the game of the week for both uh, franchises. I think they do need to start on the right foot. But Green Bay somehow will disappoint all Bears fans this year. Green Bay takes it in an upset 29 to 23.
0: I like that. I'm not going to lie. This was my most difficult game to predict. I got it being, look, slow to start off the game. Both defenses are going to be, offenses are going to be feeling the defenses, and vice versa. I could see it being uh, run first game for the most part, take pressure off quarterbacks. I'm going to say Chicago wins by 321-18, and they get a big, big week one win over the division rivals, Green Bay Packers. Next up, Sunday Night Football, baby. Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. Giants underdogs in this one by three and a half.
1: This will be the highest scoring game of the week. People are going to be talking about this game probably all year. Brian Deebles offense against Dallas offense. They're going to really throw the ball in this football game. I got the Giants taking it in overtime. Give me the Giants 38-35. to
0: Wow. I know I said that I think the Giants could have a potential better season than Dallas. I just think Dallas comes up here, shows it week one. Dak Prescott had a bad season last year he wants to show why he feels he's the best quarterback in this division they go into new york and get the w28 to 25 so don't cover but nonetheless get the big big opening victory and monday Night football to end this week we talk about every game being potential game of the week this could be the game of the week. Buffalo Bills, New York Jets. We talked about the highest scoring games, Dominic. I think this is going to be the highest scoring game of the weekend. I think it's going to be back and forth. It'll be a barn burner, but I think Buffalo ends up pulling up the W, and they win this game. I'm going to go final score 38-33. to 33. The Bills win. Uh, Aaron Rodgers takes the L in his debut, but still has a good game. I don't think it's going to be enough, though. Buffalo goes into to, uh, New York, and they're able to pull off the victory. 38-33, Bills win.
1: Yeah, this is going to be an ugly football game in terms of in the trenches. That's where this game will be won. And I have to go and lean on the Jets' defense being stronger than that Buffalo Bills offensive line. As a result, the Jets takes it 24-20. to 20.
0: All right, wow! i gonna upset there. I like it. We got three minutes left, Dominic. The my favorite part of this opening uh, opening show. We could talk about this, that, and the other thing. Division winners, yada yada. It's time to put our money where our mouth is. It's time to make our Super Bowl picks. I don't even know who if I know who I'm picking. So I'm trying to buy time here, but I think it's gonna be. In number one, an incredible NFL season. And I think, you know, the AFC is getting better and there could be a ton of teams coming out of that, out of that conference that could win the Super Bowl. So I think it's going to be, uh, you know, really a coin toss among several teams. I'm going to pass it over to you, Dominic, who you got winning the AFC, who you got winning the NFC and who you got holding the Lombardi trophy in Las Vegas come February.
1: The AFC is going to be one of those games or one of those playoff runs That Mm -hmm. team is going to have to go through fire to win the Super Bowl. And when you got Casey probably making the playoffs, the Chargers, you know, you could throw in potentially Cincinnati, you could throw in maybe the Ravens or the Steelers or the Bills. But at the end of the day, these guys are really strong franchises. So who do I got going through the fire all the way through? It's the New York Jets, folks. Yes, (laughs) talking about the New York Jets all summer long i'm putting my mouth my the money where my mouth is and i'm honestly going to be taking the jets all the way i think aaron Rodgers and garrett wilson will develop a combination that will propel them consistently in winning football games i think that offensive line for the new york jets is stellar and i think that defense with Shaws gardner really is something special so i gotta go with the Jets. However, they might have a few injuries along the way because that AFC is going to be tough to go through. That being said, in the NFC, who do I got? Well, you know, this guy, I have been knocking him year in and year out with his inability to make it and make it count during the Super Bowl. I'm looking at Kyle Shanahan in the San Francisco 49ers. This guy's had nightmares ever since that loss with Atlanta against the Patriots. Probably the biggest comeback in NFL's history. But Cal Shanahan has still, through all of his career, has managed to stay consistent. Call it the Shanahan blood, the Tiger Blood, whatever you want to call it. He has it. He's consistent. He's a winner. And that's why San Francisco will represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. And at the end of the day, the San Francisco 49ers are going to be playing the Jets. And who comes out of that is going to be who's healthier. And I'm going to lead on the San Francisco 49ers with Kyle Shanahan. Wow. Get his monkey off his back to create a story with Brock Purdy like Kurt Warner that we haven't seen since that era and truly cement himself as a fairy tale because quite frankly the last pick of the nfl draft last year will end up lifting up the lombardi trophy book it christian mccaffrey will be the mvp but brock purdy will manage his way to the super bowl the san francisco 49ers will take it
0: i like it dominic i like it all right quickly here i agree with you the 49ers will represent the nfc in the super bowl my afc team is a team that may have a few question marks because their quarterback ain't all that healthy heading into the season that don't matter come playoff time he's going to be ready come regular season time he's going to be ready he's going to take the league by storm as he's been doing since he entered the league joe burrow and the cincinnati Bengals represent the afc in the super bowl it'll be an old Rematch of Joe Montana, those games back in the uh, back in the good old days. Cincinnati and San Francisco in the Super Bowl this year, and you want to know who lifts the Lombardi Trophy. This guy has come up short, unfortunately, a few seasons ago. And he's been kind of that storybook, uh, I guess you can say, face of the NFL for a while. And he's going to be the guy that finally is able to lift the Lombardi Trophy because people don't remember you if you make the Super Bowl and lose. They remember if you go there and you get the job done. And Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals are going to go out there and they are going to win the Super Bowl this year over the San Francisco 49ers. Joey B, with all his injury concerns and everything, is going to go out there, be your Super Bowl MVP and he is going to bring Cincinnati finally, finally home and bring the Lombardi Trophy to Cincinnati and the Bengals will be your Super Bowl champions this year over the 49ers alright folks, that is it our time is up, thank you for tuning in we'll be back next week, same place, same time enjoy NFL folks, we're back we are listening to CJLO, 69 a.m.